All right, I will say good good morning. Let us begin. So we have the great schos Emir Sasham this morning to begin Parikud Gimel, the thirteenth chapter of Mesilas Yisharim, and we begin the incredible midah of Prishus. So let's begin Bebeir midas Haprishus. So what does this mean? Haprishus hitchilas hachasidus. So first of all, let's first begin by defining our terms. Even though again, what we've come to see in Mesilas Yisharim is often the the midah, the particular character trait or attribute has a straight English definition, but often the straight definition does not truly encompass the profundity and complexity of the Midah. So Prishos, we know we translate as separation. To be parosh from something means to be separated from something. So the Ranchal writes over here, Prishos hitrilas hachasidos. The concept of Prishos is the beginning step towards chasidos. Once again, and how do we translate chasidos? It's one of those words where, okay, we translate it as piety. Piety, so separation is the first step towards piety. And I will say here that Ramchal says something absolutely amazing. Ramchal says, let's define the term and then we'll really, we'll really try to explain it. Ramchal explains everything we've learned up until this point is in order to help a person become a tzaddik. From this point forward, the goal is to try to help a person become a chassid. Now, wherein lies the distinction between a tzaddik and a chassid? So in the, in the footnote, in the edition that I'm learning with you from, so the, 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 the Mechaba, the author explains, he says a tzaddik is Adam HaMekayim is Kalamit Soshu But say, what's a tzaddik? A tzaddik is someone who does everything which is expected of him. You live up to expectations. What's a chassid? So you can imagine a chassid is someone ultimately who surpasses expectations. How do you surpass expectations? So the chassid is able to intuit the ratzon Hashem. What is the true will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? And therefore, again, he is able to go ahead and go above and beyond. So again, a tzaddik Someone who lives up to expectations, does what HaKadosh Baruch Hu asks. The Chassid, one who surpasses expectations. Now that doesn't mean by adding a 614th mitzvah. But I will say what we're going to see, the truth is, you, you, we're going we're to spend much time on this. But I will say, it's very easy to understand this in, in, in any relationship. A person can be in a marriage. So in a marriage, you can live up to expectations. What are expectations? Again, there are always marital expectations. And then in a marriage... You could also surpass expectations. You go above and beyond what a quote-unquote you're required to do. So the truth is, the same applies in one's relationship with Hashem. A tzaddik does what is required of him. A chassid goes above and beyond. Again, I'll say there's going to be a whole section on chassidos. Samir Hashem will more fully define exactly what this means. But what Ramchal is making over here is kind of a very important, a very important distinction. Up until this point in time, so meaning, Zihiros, Zrizos, um, I'm sorry, Z, uh, yeah, Zihi, uh, yeah, Zihiros, Zrizos, and Nikios, thank you, Nikios, spent enough time on it, I should remember that, good, and Nikios was all focused ultimately again on how to become a tzaddik. From this point forward, Prishos and on, the focus is on how to become a chassid. He goes on, he says, And I'm also going to see that Prishos, together with Chasidos, are kind of like Zihiros, 
together with Zrizo. So we'll say once again, a little bit of a review. You remember again how the Ramchal explained what's the connection between Zihiros and Zrizos? They're two sides of the same coin. That Zihiros is much more focused ultimately again on the avoidance of negativity, whereas Zrizos is much more focused on the seizing of opportunity. So too, again, we're going to see that Prishos and Chasidos are also two sides of the same coin. We'll say, by the way, you also begin to see why, why I think what's good about the pace at which we move at is that hopefully it's slow enough that we retain, right? The little piece every day. But you see also here is why the power of Mesir HaSisharim also is in Chazara. Because every single piece kind of built up on the other. So just like, again, Zihiros and Zrizos are two sides of the coin, so too, again, Prishos and Chasidos are going to be two sides of the coin as well. What he means by that, again, is just like Abosei Zihiros was much more focused on being a mindful person, paying attention in life so as to avoid the pitfalls. Zrizos is to have to live life with a sense of alacrity and zeal so that you seize your opportunities. So again, he says, Prishos is going to be much more about the avoidance of negative activity versus Chasidos, which once again is much be, going to be much more about the embracing of the positivity. What that means, again, we'll see. But he's just trying to equate the two models. Vihine. Supposedly, let's, let's get into it now. So what, what is Prishos? Vihine. Kala Prishos umash amru zichron levracha. Kadesh atzmecha b'motolach. So Bosei Dramchal says, if you want to sum up the totality of Prishos in one line, it's captured in the statement of Chazal, sanctify yourself with that which is permitted. Sanctify yourself with that which is permitted. Now what does that mean? Even before we get into we understand, that means is that even within the realm of that which is, in, which, that which is permitted, a person has to create certain boundaries for himself, right? The paradigmatic example of this, and we're going to see this in greater depth, paradigmatic example of this is, it's permitted to eat meat and drink wine, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's permitted, totally mutter. Should you do it? Absolutely not. Why? Because that creates a gluttonous lifestyle. So there are things that are permitted, but they're not good for you. So means sanctify yourself even within the realm that is, even if something is mutter, even if something is mutter, understand for yourself whether or not it's actually a good idea. So again, we're normally used to putting the line between mutter and asr, permitted and prohibited. Prisha says, even within the world of that which is permitted, I may have to make certain boundaries for myself in order to maintain a healthy spiritual lifestyle. He says, he goes on, This is the meaning of the word precious itself. So what does it mean? Again, it means to, be, to separate and to distance oneself from something. In this case, I'm distancing and separating myself from something which is permitted. Obviously, what's the point of creating for myself a protective barrier, even within that which is permitted? The goal, of course, is to increase the buffer and not to transgress into something that is prohibited. In other words, we'll say, the idea of prohibiting something that is mutter 
is not because we're looking to create additional isurim. It's just that sometimes in life, I need an additional buffer. The, buff, the buffer is to protect me against transgression. But sometimes, again, I can't draw that line literally right between mutter and asr. I need to back up that line a little bit, even into the realm of that which is, which is permitted, in order to prevent myself from transgressing. Va'inyon, this is incredible. Amchal writes, Va'inyon, what does Precious say? Precious requires me to think, which is always difficult, right? In other words, because most times in life we just, we just, we just go, we just do. Precious says, one second, stop for a second. Think about, think about what can cause me to transgress in life. Anything which could result in something negative. Even though now it's not causing me anything negative, and though even though it's not really it's not really usher, say what what a profound statement. Precious says anything which can result in something negative, ultimately again separate yourself from that. This boning vitira, we'll get more into this. This boning vitira, sheyesh kan shloshim adregos. We're both saying this is profound. The Rambam says you'll see that in life there are three levels. What are the three levels? Number one, yesh haisurim asmon. There are the things that are actually aser. That's one. Two, v'yesh sigayos siyagos sehem v'nagzeros v'amishmaros shegazru chachamim zukhon levracha al kol yisrael. Level number two are the protective fences created by Chazal. Right? Those are the protective barriers created by Chazal to prevent me from transgressing. And number three, Level number three are the protective fences I make for myself. We'll say, right? What an incredible model to look at. So level one, actual prohibitions. Biblical prohibitions. Level two, Chazal's creation of a sag of a protective barrier around the biblical prohibitions to prevent me from transgressing. Level three are the prohibitions I create for myself, personalistic prohibitions, a fencing that I create in order to prevent myself from transgressing. I will say that third level, that third level, that's called precious. That's called Prishos. He goes on and says, To take things, in that third level, I take things which are inherently permitted, that are not usher in general, and I separate myself from them, in order to create even a greater barrier, a greater distance between myself and that which is prohibited. Shabbat says, so incredible, but Amchal says, this is the three-pronged model to spiritual success. Observe the biblical prohibitions, recognize the additional layer of rabbinic prohibitions to safeguard the biblical prohibitions, and then Amchal says, each of us. Now, here's what's interesting. Prishos is subjective. Prishos is subjective. Why is Prishos subjective? Because I know each of us, the goal, the goal is we all have weaknesses. So I know that in certain areas, I need a bit more shmira. In certain areas, I need a bit more of a protective fence for myself to prevent me from transgressing. That third level is where I identify my weaknesses, 
I identify where I need a bit more caution, care, and concern, and I create for myself additional protective fences. How do you create those protective fences? By taking things which would otherwise normally be permitted and saying for myself, you know what? For me, this is not a good idea. Because if I do this, I know myself, if I do A, it's going to lead to B, which could lead to C. And by the way, the prohibition might be even further down the road. But I know for me, this is the gateway. This is the gateway to negative activity. So I'm going to shut this down for myself in order to safeguard my own spiritual goals. We'll also stop over here for today. Mazel Tov on beginning precious. Incredible, incredible stuff.